Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda, and Terry is going to be joining us here in a little bit. And right now, I have Michael with MG Chenault and Associates. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, one of the things in this industry of tax preparation, my clients often tell me that they feel like they don't get personal attention from their preparers. Yeah, I agree. And so one of the things that we purpose to do is to treat each person like an individual and and give them the time to ask questions and to get their questions answered. Uh, the nice thing that we are available year-round to answer questions that people might have about the ever-changing tax problems that come up for people. So now, is it true that so with like businesses, do you, can you do that once a year or quarterly or how does that work? So. Businesses are required to make estimated tax payments if they're self-employed. Okay. And that's one of the difficult things for a lot of self-employed owner, business owners, is because uh, when it's time to pay their quarterly taxes, they use that money for other things. And so one of the suggestions that I have, tip for the day, is that you do your payments on a monthly basis. And that way you don't have to come up with the big sums of money every quarter and uh, cause problems in your payroll. Okay. And do you do both personal and business taxes? Yes, that's actually one of the things I specialize in is okay. small business taxes. Okay. I love it. All right. And what's probably the most common thing that you come across or like as questions that people have or concerns? Well, right now, it's certainly with the withholdings to make sure that they are correctly calculated because if you don't have enough money withheld on your paycheck, as we well know, that tax monster will be there at the end of the year to greet you. So one of the biggest questions that clients come to me with, am I having enough taxes withheld? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And and so how do you go about working with them and making sure, do you get people that say, hey, my last tax guy just kind of messed everything up and do you go through and fix that? Yes, we do. I do. <laughs> and um, the way that we address that is we have a, we look at that return and apply the principles of, of the IRS regulations and codes. And that's um, our foundation. And the good news is we've got a tool. It's called an amended return. Okay. So even if there were mistakes that were made um, up to three years from the time the return was filed, we can actually amend and correct those mistakes. Okay. And where are you located? We are at 3000 Market Street, Northeast Suite 355. As I like to say, right across the street from Dairy Queen. Okay. And then I've got a number here. And so uh, he's going to be on the next segment with us as well. So I will repeat it then in case you guys don't have a pen and a paper right now. But it looks like your number is 503-979-9198. That is correct. All right. And so how do people, I guess, is it is an expensive thing for taxes to be done? No, I think uh, it's just a necessary evil that we have to uh, deal, deal with. You know, if someone is good with numbers and they feel comfortable, but a lot of people, that's just not their forte. Like, I don't want to change anybody's oil because I'm not comfortable with that. Right. So if you're not comfortable with numbers and dealing with the interpretation of the rules and the regulations, it's best to seek out a professional. I agree. And I like that you, uh, well, my, ba my brain, uh, that the monthly payments. I like the monthly payments. I think that's a great one. All right. We'll be right back after this. You guys stay tuned. Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda and Terry Soul. He is 
absent right now, but will be joining me on my next break. And in studio, I still have Michael from MG Schnault and Associates. We were kind of talking off air about the CARES Act that Biden kind of brought into place in 2020. And do you want to kind of dive into what you guys are doing for that? Yes. What we're doing is we're working with employers who had the opportunity to have employees during years 20 and 21. And what it is specifically, the employer can be reimbursed for the wages that he paid his employees during that time that we were all dealing with COVID. Okay. So that's something you can help with. So if anybody has any questions, you're actually giving out your cell phone for this one. So it's a different number than I gave you guys earlier. And this number is 503-891-7565. I'm going to repeat that one more time. 503-891-7565. So Michael, what makes you different than the other tax people? One of the things I believe makes me different is that I have had over 15 years of experience in preparing tax returns. My father was a tax preparer, so I learned it from a long, long, um, long time ago. Yeah. And with the changes in the tax rules and regulations, I'm excited to say that uh, I've kept abreast of those changes and that information that makes me a great resource for my clients. And when we talk about the CARES Act specifically, part of the responsibility that some people don't know is that you are actually required to file an amended return on the credit that you receive. So that's part of what needs to be understood is the employer's responsibility in receiving this money. Okay. And so you were kind of, when we were talking off air, you were saying that this is actually something you really enjoy and kind of feel like it's a calling. And I think that's kind of important when you deal with somebody who's dealing with your financials. That's huge to believe in somebody and trust in somebody. So can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Well, you know, I was a a fireman, and uh, I think that the same motivation that I had to run into burning buildings and help people out in that situation still applies in the work that I do uh, in working with businesses that are confused about all the information that's out there. And I love to be the person to be able to guide them through the 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 complexity of the rules and the regulations regarding this credit as it relates to uh, businesses and business owners. So you take this to heart, what you do and and how you help people. And I know taxes can be really, really stressful, to put it easy. Have you ever had people come in just crying and being like, please help? You know, I've cried with my clients. (laughs) You know, it is a very emotional and intimate thing. And so when I am using my knowledge and experience to help uh, people to understand Uh, And that's really what I think differentiates me from other tax preparers is I want my clients to understand the to the the best of their ability how the rules and the uh, guidelines affect them in their personal situation. I think that's huge. You saying that you want them to understand because I think a lot of tax people, they take your papers, they do it, and then they hand it back and say, this is what you're getting or this is what you owe, where I think that's that's huge. You want them to understand. I do. I do. So you take that time. That's important. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for coming in. I'm going to give his number out one more time, and that is 503-891-7565. Thank you again, Michael. I appreciate you. Thank you. Good morning, Tuesday morning. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith. Rain today. The highs around 45 degrees and breezy conditions. I like saying that, breezy conditions. So I was watching this television show the other day. And they had a scene with a disc jockey that was supposedly on the air, and the disc jockey wasn't wearing headphones. And I said, "That's totally fake. That's totally fake." You, 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 we, you both, we both wear headphones. Yeah. Just how can you be on the air and not wear headphones? Sometimes I don't put them on. 
Yeah, you usually do. Well, you don't because I, we're right here. But if you're... But out. typically I put them on. But there's been times where it's like, okay, I don't necessarily need to. But that's only if you're if you're live, you have to have them on. You have on. to have live headphones on for a crowd. You know, I was watching this show and I said, hey, this is fake. It's, just, <laughs> it's a television show. Get over it. It's a fake television show. He doesn't have headphones on. Ruined my whole evening. Very observant. I'm telling you. Because that is correct. Unless you're pre recorded, you do not. Every time we go out, whenever we do a live remote, we are headphones on. Have to. Yeah. Or we wouldn't know when to come on. Mm hmm. This guy didn't have them on there. So I'll give it to you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Do you feel better? Yes. I'd feel a lot better if you'd like send Patty a message. By the way, you need to start practicing your speech. What speech? The speech you're going to be given at my uh, my funeral. Okay. Hit me with it. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. That was a little bit too abrupt. All right. Hit me with it. I'm going to hit you with it. All right. <laughs> Yesterday, Patty and I were driving around, and for some reason, we started talking about uh, if who should go first, what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I says, she says, if you go first, what do you want to do? And I says, well, I want a nice little quiet service. Who do you want there? And I says, well... You know, of course, my girls from the radio station, she goes, do you want any of them to talk? I go, they won't talk. I go, Amanda will. You can't shut her up. So she says, okay, then I'll have Amanda be there to talk. Okay, I'll practice. I'll start practicing. Don't be in such a hurry. But you have to practice two of them because Patty says, well, I want her to talk at mine, too. (laughs) And I says, well, if she says the same thing at yours that she said at mine, people are going to think. Oh, no, hers will be much nicer. Oh, will it really? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So anyhow, that's what we that's what we had our conversation. Okay. For about an hour in the car, we were talking about it. I feel honored. Well, you should you feel honored. You both picked me. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about uh, who we want there. And, and I mean, it's just like, should we be having this conversation? Is that kind of a scary conversation to no, have? No, it really wasn't. It really wasn't scary it was at just all. Just kind of just being honest and just chit chatting. And we were just we were, we were chit chatting. That's exactly the word for chit chatting. But uh, we, did you learn things about each other that you didn't expect? Yeah. She's thinking I'm going to be going here pretty soon. <laughs> you know? And she asked me, she says, um, would you want me to, to date after you're gone? And I go, could you please wait until I'm in the ground first? But I says, yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't mind you dating. She goes, I don't want you to date for me. Amen. Okay. All right. So have you and Bo had the, the conversation yet? No, not like, I mean, yes. No. No. Are you going to go in the ground or be cremated? I don't know. I'm going to be cremated. Are you? Mm-hmm. That's right. You want some of my ashes? I'll give you an elbow. <laughs> I'll give you an elbow. Yeah. I'll give you an elbow. <laughs> Here's an elbow. That's for Amanda. Would you put that in a little container for her? Okay. I have honestly not thought about that stuff, and I guess that's something that's important. Should think about it. Matter of fact, we'll think about it right now. All right. Good morning. It is a Tuesday morning. Terry Solomon Smith hanging out with you. A letter arrived more than 100 years after it was sent out. A letter was finally delivered to its destination more than 100 years after it was written. It was sent in February of 1916, and they finally delivered it. Really? Yeah, it's finally delivered after all these years. Now, that's intriguing. Yeah, at least it got where it was going. Was the address the same? Like, did it actually go to, like, an ad, like... The envelope has a one penny, one, one penny stamp uh, with uh, King George the fifth and it was sent in the middle of World War one and uh, they finally delivered it yeah my my mom and my stepdad when they moved to Denver years ago they went into this old house that they they wanted to 
take this old house and completely redo it. And they went upstairs and they were clearing out the attic and they found this old clock in the attic. Okay, it was a wind-up clock. Mm -hmm. And so my mom says, you know what, I like this clock. Let's, let's get this cleaned up and we'll use it. So they took it apart and in the back of it was a letter. And it was a letter written by a soldier to his girlfriend that said, um, I just heard that President Lincoln was killed last night. Oh. Isn't that neat? That is. Yeah. So my mom, uh, they saved it and they framed it. Stuff. I think my sister has it now, but it's all framed. It looks really nice, but it's just kind of neat. That is really cool to yeah. find stuff like that. I was hoping for money. No. No, no money. Just a letter. Okay. Anything ever like that? Everything. God, I can't even talk to them. No, I wish stuff like that would have happened. I, I wish I had come across stuff like that. I think that would be so intriguing and just a, a, a powerful thing. Have you ever discovered anything? Like, where did this come from? Hmm. No. Thank you for that. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you for helping me on this segment. Appreciate it. I wish, like I said, um, stuff like that really intrigues me. Um when you think about just whose hands it's been in, yeah. what they went through, what they're going through, who they were sending it, writing it to. Exactly. It's a pretty powerful thing. Um, and that's how they communicated back then. Like yeah. you said, I heard the president died last night. There was no picking up the phone. There was right. no nothing. That's, isn't that neat? I, uh, I, I, found a, I found a paycheck one time when I was young and stupid and a, a single daddy. And uh, I was cleaning my house one day, and I came across something that I thought, that looks familiar. And I picked it up. It was an actual full paycheck for my work. Really? And it was about Your own? Two, yeah. It was about two months prior to, uh, to, I thought, when did I not miss that? And you just didn't cash it? I didn't cash it. So did you cash it? I did it real fast. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did it real quick. I yeah. bet. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? No. So you're just leading this real no, boring I'm life. No, I'm so you know? sorry. I'm telling you. All right. Um, what else we got? I got nothing. I got nothing either. You got any plans coming up? What are we doing? We're doing the polar plunge. Oh, we are. We'll talk about that later on because yes. we don't have enough time right now because we're just about out of time. When is the date on that? Do we know? March 4th. It's a Saturday. So you going to jump? I don't, I don't know. Let's see if we can get, uh, maybe if I can get people to pledge me. You need $50. I'll push you. I'll push you. I'll push you back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game you want to play. Not really. I'll get cold. I know.